Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 24 of the Everyday Enthusiast podcast, Cell Phone Overlords. I am Chris, your Everyday Enthusiast, and here are some of the things that interested me the most over the last week. Before we get started, I just wanted to say that this podcast is available on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. If you want to like, rate, and subscribe, it would be greatly appreciated. I can also be reached at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. No dots, dashes, or spaces. Again, that's everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. All right, on with the show. All right, so the first thing we have here is our fun section, follow-up, updates, and notes. The only thing I really want to bring up here is that obviously I am a bit under the weather. I have to preemptively apologize, um, you know, for my voice and my maybe lack of enthusiasm. Of course, I don't know. I, I mean, sometimes I get a bit animated and enthusiastic, uh, even when I'm feeling a bit under the weather. So we'll see what happens. But at any rate, uh, that is why I am a day late. I did have an event for work yesterday and was just feeling absolutely terrible once I got home. But it is coming out today, a day late on Tuesday. And actually, one more note here in our fun section is uh, the reference to the episode title today, Cell Phone Overlords. It seems that the majority of the news that I cover revolves around cell phones. I know that there are more important topics out there, I- even in tech, uh, you know, privacy and and data leaks and, and everything like that. Um, you know, I've talked about this at the beginning of this podcast when it started I really try not to focus on the the negative stories as much I know that I tend to get negative from time to time but I really try to focus on being positive as much as I can so I talk about things that I like that I'm interested I'm excited about and the privacy stuff although it's very important and I encourage everyone to go out and do their own research and reading and listen to listening to some podcasts in reference to those topics I just it's not something that I want to spend my time talking about here. So do your due diligence, go out, do some research. Facebook's terrible. <laughs> uh, Twitter is a cesspool. Uh, whatever, whatever you, whatever your thoughts are, those, uh, those are obviously my quick thoughts, but, um, you know, take a look at whatever, what's going on out there. And I don't know, maybe in the extra enthusiasm section, moving forward on future podcasts or future episodes, I will include some links to articles that I think that you should read as far as privacy and security and all that stuff goes. But, uh, that is, that is in the future today. We're going to focus on mainly cell phone stuff. (laughs) I had a couple other things. Okay. So first up here in our topic section, I'm going to focus on the non cell phone topics first and then i'll get into all the cell phone news that i want to talk about but first up here is an article about cloudflare now cloudflare is a company that uh what do they do they they provide they do like uh, dns servers they, they're an internet provider i believe but they they've purchased some services over the last couple years that they have implemented into their own service and last year they announced a DNS, uh, their 1.1.1.1 DNS, or uh, what does that stand for? It's, um, what is it? Device network, device name. Oh man, I really should have looked this up beforehand, huh? Okay, so DNS is domain name server. 
what this does is it, it replaces each computer has a DNS number associated with it. This service, it's an app you can download on your Android phone and iOS, I believe. And what this does is it replaces your default DNS server with their 1.1.1.1 DNS server or DNS. And essentially it masks your traffic to your ISP. So your ISP or internet service provider cannot see what sites you're visiting or what you're doing on those sites. It's just a way to protect your privacy. This is not I know I said I, you know, we should be concerned with privacy and uh, maybe I should talk more about privacy. I'm not really talking about the dangers here. It is very dangerous if you're just leaving your privacy open like that. And this is a way to get around that. But this is just a great app you should download. Uh, search Cloudflare in the App Store or on Google Play. Download this. The new news here that came out last uh, December or November or something like that last year. The new news here is that they are incorporating what they call warp. And this is a VPN or virtual private network. A VPN for those of you that don't know, a virtual private network extends a private network across a public network. Okay, so what that means for you is that you can use a public network say whatever you know the network is when you go to Starbucks or something and it creates a virtual private network so that you can send data and receive data and everything and your traffic is masked so nobody can see it nobody can hack into you again very privacy focused um, something everybody should look at considering I don't pay for one personally and this is, you know, Cloudflare here, they, they announced Warp. It's not here yet, but it is coming in the next couple months. There is a waiting list, so you can jump on that waiting list and read up on um, and what exactly you get here. It's, a very, it's supposed to be a very fast VPN. A lot of times when you use a VPN, it slows down your connection. Not really your connection, but the data, your sending data, receiving data, it slows it down because it has to go through that virtual private network first. I know I'm not making a lot of sense here. I'm very under the weather and uh, working under a bit of a haze. But at any rate, check out the link. This is something to consider. At the very least, download the 1.1.1.1 app, install it, and turn it on. It's as easy as that. And then it, it, it masks or hides your traffic to all the sites that you that you visit so that your internet service provider say charter or comcast or something um, cannot tell what what you're accessing or what you're doing on those sites all right so our next topic here is a couple of items in regards to amazon first off i wanted to talk about an article article that came out last week uh, in regards to amazon launching thousands of satellites to provide internet around the world all right, so first of all, this sounds amazing. I think this was like 30 to over 3,200 satellites into low Earth orbit in order to provide network, or sorry, not network, <laughs> internet to people that don't have a connection, really. I mean, those remote places around the globe, um, you know, you can't do anything these days without being connected to the internet, paying bills, accessing even healthcare sometimes. Uh, I use uh, Live Health or something on my iPad from time to time. It's a great service. And it's, you know, video chatting with doctors, but it's over the internet. Uh, 
you know, getting prescriptions, things like that, accessing valuable information about the world around you and what's going on, news. So this sounds amazing. This sounds great. However, the fact that it is Amazon doing this, and I know I'm being a little, little pessimistic here, but the fact that this is Amazon doing this only really makes me think that they are doing this so that more people have access to the internet so that more people can get on and buy products from Amazon. That's probably the case. Again, I know I'm being pessimistic, but that's probably what's going on here. And that's fine, you know, as long as they're not going to limit your uh, your access to other websites, as long as it, they don't just say, oh, you can only access Amazon on this, on this connection. But you also have to be uh, comfortable with them looking at pretty much everything that you're doing online on their connection and they're going to use that to target ads and and products to you and if that's valuable to you you know if you think well you know look at whatever I'm you know reading online and what videos I'm watching and what kind of stuff I'm looking up and offer me deals that's great and that's that's you know that's acceptable for some people I'm actually one of those people you know Google basically knows everything about me and honestly if you look into all the things that Google knows about you if you're a Google user and these days it's almost impossible to avoid using Google uh, it's scary how much they know about you it really is if you actually look into it and that, that goes for Apple that goes for you know Facebook all of those big tech companies but if you're comfortable with that and you want to use these now this isn't gonna happen anytime soon there was actually no time frame given and they still have to get FCC approval for this. So, you know, don't hold your breath. But if it does happen, read the terms and services. I'm not great about that either from time to time, but really read the terms and services, you know, what they're offering you, what data they're taking from you because of or, or because of this connection before you just jump on and start using it. Okay. But it is very cool nonetheless. The second topic here in regards to uh, Amazon is that they are planning some Alexa-enabled AirPods competitors. So Google, or sorry, Apple AirPods are their you know wireless in-ear uh, earbud phones. Okay, um, and they're great. You know, wireless connection, fast connection, everything like that. Um, but apparently, Amazon is going to produce their own version of these. Honestly, I don't see this as being a direct competitor to to Apple per se. This is really a competitor well, these are not com a competitor to the AirPods. These are a competitor to Siri as far as I'm concerned. Anything Alexa, you know, these are probably I don't know. You, you could you I'm I'm very pretty quick to say that these aren't going to sound as good. They're going to be cheap so that they can just get this in your ear. You can use them and you can use them to, again, buy Amazon products or products on Amazon. But they might actually go the extra mile here and make these sound really good. They could be, you know, form fitting in your ear, whereas Apple's just kind of sit in there. They don't, you know, suction in your ear or, or form a, a sealed fit. So they're there and they're also they're not going to have Apple's H1 uh, chip in them. They're going to just be regular Bluetooth. So I don't know here. This is interesting. I don't use Alexa. We are a Google Home house. 
and I use that quite a bit. So I won't be purchasing these. It's it's tempting, you know, because I know they'll be cheaper. They're not going to charge you $160 for these things. They want these on your ear in, in your ears so that you can say, hey, you know, Echo computer, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I'm trying not to set off everybody's phones here um, and order me this, order me that. That's what they want. So this is just another entry into their ecosystem. So we'll see. I think it's very cool. I'm very anxious to, to read some reviews on this. I would love to try them out, but it'll probably be, it probably won't be worth it for me to spend the money to get these things just to try them out when I have literally no other Amazon products at all, or sorry, uh, Alexa products at all. So, but it's very cool. Re click through the article here. I think they said that they're potentially coming this summer. I'm not really sure, but at any rate, they're coming in the near future, I would I would think. And slightly related to that is the news that Apple unveiled their PowerBeats Pro, which is the, the Beats branded headphones. These are their wireless. They're kind of like the AirPods, but they're called the Beats are the PowerBeats Pro. Now they do have the same H1 chip that the AirPods do. So you can use, hey, lady in the in your phone uh, to access that hands-free which is great but a lot of the the reviews or quick quick takes that I've been hearing is that they are better uh, than than airpods they are sweat and water resistant there's no IP rating but they're sweat and water resistant they have a uh, four hours longer battery life than airpods um, so what is that? Nine hours and then more than 24 hours of combined playback um, come in different colors, black, ivory, navy, and moss. I am a fan of green. Green is my favorite color. I would love to get these in moss, but they do hook over the top of your ear. So they are more uh, sport designed, designed for using outside on the go, being active, and they are going to be quite pricey if I remember correctly. Let me see if I can find the price here. Yeah, so you're going to be able to get these in May in the in Apple stores and on apple.com for $250. Man, I, I tell you, I love my AirPods so, so much, so much. And I just got new ones. I just got new ones, but I love them so much that I might actually with a longer battery life and sweat and water resistant and man i i might consider these i really might i know it'd be a kind of a waste of money but um these are fantastic i think they have different ear tips so you can you know get the the right fit for your ear because they do they do seal inside your ear um you know like some of the the earbuds that you can get um, they have the silicone tips and they have four different sizes. Whereas the AirPods, they just, you just pop them in your ear. And if your ears don't work with them, you're out of luck. So these are very cool. They're coming in May. I am very excited to see these. Hell, I might even just buy a pair, try them for a week and a half and then return them. Um, and you know, see what happens or maybe keep them and try and sell my AirPods. I'm not really sure. These look amazing. Check out the link, the, the blue and the green, which they are calling what are they calling here? Navy and Moss are gorgeous, in my opinion, personally, but very cool. Check them out. 
All right, so now we're going to move on to all of that cell phone news that I talked about. So first up here, we have HMD Global announcing the Nokia X71 in Taiwan, apparently. Uh, that is not going to be available here from what I can see. Well, well, it's a Taiwan site. Taiwan portal. Anyway, so this is a 6.4 inch display. It is a budget phone, uh, just like a lot of the Nokia phones. It's got a, but it does have that 48 megapixel camera uh, and it's got a hole punch display. So if you are interested in that hole punch, you know, that all screen hole, hole punch display that we've been seeing on a lot of new phones, you can get that at a budget now. Um, this is very reminiscent of, I can't remember if it's the Nokia 6 or 7 or 7.1. So many of these. I've seen them at Apple or um, at the at uh, the Best Buy uh, a few times. And they're great phones. They're quite wide, actually. Well, the ones that I played with at Best Buy, uh, the, the 6 and 6.1 or 7 or 7.1. Anyway, they're very wide. So it's kind of hard to get used to holding those in your hand. But the look of the phone is fantastic. I mean, you know, black phone. Uh, I guess I don't want to call this gold. I guess it's kind of like copper accents, a little bit boxy. Um, there's a fingerprint reader on the back, three cameras on the back, and I guess one single camera up front. This is not going to be, again, your super high-end phone. It's got a Snapdragon 660 chipset, 6 gigs of RAM, and 128 of internal storage. That's pretty good, actually. Plus, there's also an SD card reader or a micro SD card. Uh, slot so that you can expand that storage if you want, but it looks really really good uh, It does have a headphone jack, which is great USB-C and I think this is coming with the Android one I'm guessing yeah Android pie so Android 9 pie Which is the latest Android and it's the Android one program Which I think is going to guarantee that you get what like three years of updates or two years of updates or something like that but as far as that budget spec goes, uh, we're talking about a phone here that's going to cost less than $400, $385 roughly. That is, you know, converted from Taiwan dollar, new Taiwan dollars, uh, or 345 euros. So it's very cool. Check out the link. Uh, this is something I would consider if I just needed an Android phone cheap. Um, HMD or Nokia, I guess, the Nokia brand, they've been releasing some great, great phones. They get fantastic reviews for budget phones. They're about as the best as you can. Well, I don't want to say that. There's a lot, a lot of other options out there, but these are really good budget phones for what you're paying. So anyway, check it out. Very cool phone. And if I'm sticking my foot in my mouth a little bit here, the next topic is in regards to the alleged Motorola P40 power leaks and now these are just renders these are leaks these are not official this is also a hole punch display uh but it's from motorola who again the the, the comment about putting my mouth in my foot of that you know I, I started to say that nokia is doing some of the best budget phones that you can buy but on the other hand um they're they're great budget phones but motorola continuously gets praise for what they give you at the price especially for their what their g g8 or g7 um i forget what they're on now but you can take a look at the link here this looks great again 
6.2 inch HD plus display, hole punch camera in the front, a 675 chipset, six gigs of RAM, either 64 or 128 onboard storage. Um, it does not say what version of Android is going to ship with it, but I'm I'm hoping it's Android Pie, but it could be, what is it, was last, Oreo maybe? But it looks great, three cameras on the back, flash, fingerprint sensor, uh, it's got a little bit of a chin at the bottom. So did the Nokia though, but these are great phones too. Um, check out Nokia's lineup. They're fantastic phones. This one here is the, it's a blue finish. It looks like it's like a brushed aluminum on the back. I doubt that is actually brushed aluminum. It's probably plastic made to look like aluminum, especially at the prices they usually sell their phones at. And next up here is something that is quite near and dear to my heart, and that is because it is a teeny tiny phone. Uh, a couple episodes, well, I say a couple episodes, it was probably quite some time ago, we talked about the Palm phone. And this was a phone that Verizon released. Uh, it's exclusive to Verizon, and it was only a add-on or accessory device to a flagship phone if you will you were supposed to pair this over well i say pair it over bluetooth but essentially verizon has what they call a number share i think is what they call it where you can sh have the same phone number on two or more different devices and it was 350 dollars. it is a 3.3 inch display uh running android i forget what what version of Android, it's probably just Oreo. But um, at any rate, this thing is, I mean, you know, I talk about smaller phones all the time. The news here, the new news is that they announced last week that you are going to be able to buy this and use it as a standalone device. And it's on sale right now for $199, $200 for an Android phone. From what I've heard, uh, the camera is absolutely atrocious, so don't think that you're going to buy this and use it as your primary shooter. Uh, it does have USB-C on the bottom, which is great. The build is fantastic. And 3.3 inches, a lot of people aren't going to remember or realize this, but the original iPhone was 3.5 inches. Now, the original iPhone was crazy thick. It had enormous bezels on the top and bottom with their uh, home button and everything. This is only 0.2 inches smaller, and it is probably a third of the size of the original iPhone. It is tiny, 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 but it is so cool, so cool. Now, you can't buy this outright. You can't just go in and spend $200 at, at Verizon and get this thing and pop a SIM in there. I'm pretty sure that $200 is only on a new activation, which means you have to sign, well, probably not sign a contract with Verizon, but you at least have to pay for a month or two, I would assume, and um, and have a, a Verizon plan, da data, phone, and everything like that. Now, you could just do a data-only plan, and I <laughs> trust me, I thought about it. I thought about it, but uh, this is not something I need. I want this so bad but I do not need it. I really don't. I'd much rather put that $200 toward those Powerbeats Pro, uh, Power, Powerbeat Pros, Powerbeats Pro. Anyway, um, but this is great. Check it out. Uh, it's it's 
it is a full phone you can do everything on it that you can do on any other phone download uh, apps from the google play store but it is very tiny and the camera is atrocious i have heard that they are going to release an updated like an updated a software update a firmware update um, and the camera it's supposed to make the camera a lot better but you can you can imagine you can only do so much with a tiny one lens camera on the back of this itty bitty phone uh, so i guess that makes me a little bit of a hypocrite i'm talking about how you know what the limitations are of these small phones when i've ranted and raved about wanting a small phone but i don't know this thing is just really cool very very cool check it out check out the link all right, our second to last topic here is in regards to uh, some some notes we got about the new Galaxy Note 10 phones, plural, that are going to come out. Uh, I don't know when these are going to come out, when they're slated to come out. They're usually within the next couple months, two, three months, something like that. And usually we get one size, one one version of the phone, and it is what it is. You know, the, the Galaxy Note has the stylus uh i forget what they call it s pen i think is what they call it and it's great um but the the news here is that it's gonna they're gonna release two of these uh one at 6.28 inches and one at 6.75 inches and not only that and i don't even know if this is the link i have but i heard after that not only that you're going to be able to get each of those in either a standard lte version or an LTE and 5G version. So technically there's going to be four different variants of the Samsung Galaxy Note. This is getting ridiculous, okay? I, I'm i all for choice, you know, and giving us choice so that we can make the right choices for, for ourselves, for us, you know, not, you know, the same phone is not gonna work for everybody, but they just released Four different sizes of a Galaxy S10 series, the the S10e, which is the smaller one, the S10, the S10 Plus, and the S10 what 5G, the S10 5G, uh, which isn't even out yet. I think that's coming out next week or next next month. Sorry. So you know, four versions of that, four versions of the Galaxy Note 10, and that's not including the Galaxy Fold, which is coming out this month i think it just seems a little bit ridiculous you know you get that uh what do they call it uh choice par paralyzed paralyzed choice but I've, I've i don't know i can't think right now my brain is in a fog from being sick but you get my 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 point you go to some of those chinese restaurants i love chinese food i go to the chinese restaurant and they have 147 different things to choose from and again i love choice but they all look good and i don't know what to order to order and it's the same here each one of these phones has its upsides and its downsides and everything like that but it seems that they're just going too all in and that's actually going to lead into our last topic here actually and i'm going to try and make this as concise as i can but i don't think it's going to be because there has just been magnitudes of iPhone rumors that have come out in the last, I don't know, the the last week up until just yesterday, I think. And actually, just a note here, I guess this is something that should have been in the um, 
the fun section, but some of these topics actually were this week up until yesterday or today, and normally I save those for next week's, but I didn't realize that I I had some that were newer articles, and I, I plugged them in here. We're already talking about them. We're going to talk about them, so all the news that you're hearing is up to today. Well, up to yesterday. Let's just go with that. So anyways, let's get into these iPhone rumors. So first off here, the one that is the most exciting to me is that we there is a rumored update to the iPhone SE, and they're claiming that they're going to call this thing the iPhone XE or 10E, if you will. Now, this report or rumor is coming from PCTablet.com. I have actually only ever heard of this site one other time so i don't know i mean take all of this with a grain of salt because it's all rumors and speculation at this point but i don't know what their track record is like so i can't really say if this is a trustworthy uh report but anyway the nuts and bolts of it here is that we are getting or supposedly getting a 4.8 inch edge-to-edge amoled display similar to what you would find on current iPhones. So what that means is that we're getting the all-screen display with a face ID, you know, the notch at the top is terrible as you might think that is, or I might think that is, or maybe you love it, but it's going to have the face ID and, uh, and it's going to be the same size. What they're saying is that it's going to be the same footprint or size of the SE or iPhone 5 or 5S or whatever. This is so exciting to me you guys have heard me say time and time again that this is exactly what i want now it'll have a single shooter on the back as opposed to uh the dual shooter that's on the phones now and we have potentially triple shooter cameras on the back of new phones coming out we'll talk about that in a few minutes here so you are going to have to deal with having just one camera hopefully it'll be at least the the same you know main shooter that's on all the other phones just like they did with the iphone xr or 10r rather this year or last year um i would totally totally put up with that i would love for this to be the case i will give up the telephoto lens for this size phone as long as it takes as good of pictures just without that telephoto lens The pictures are very important to me because of my son and taking pictures and videos and everything like that. I cannot give up the quality, but I can give up that zoom, that telephoto zoom lens. So if this is correct, you can bet large amounts of money that I am going to, I will be downsizing to this phone in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, so that I can have that that great size that I have always wanted there's not much more to the um, to this rumor here. It, it really is just that we're getting an update to the SE. It's probably going to start around six hundred dollars, I would guess, because um, they don't want to hit five or six hundred dollars. But I would guess closer to six. They don't want to hit the seven fifty of the uh, XR or ten R because you know then it's going to be encroaching on that. You know the larger screen. Uh, clients or customers, but um, I, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. I'll pay it all up front. I'll pay them per month, whatever they want. I want this phone so, so badly. The next update here is that apparently they are working on um, 
some nanoparticle coating for the iPhones to make them more durable, more scratch resistant. That's great because I have been noticing lately, I had heard on podcasts, various different podcasts and uh, YouTube clips and reading some articles that people's iPhones were the newer iPhones, the 10s and 10s max were scratching quite easily. I didn't really see that until just recently. And I have tons of tiny little scratches on my phone and I take care of my phone. I mean, look, I'll throw it in my pocket, but I do not throw it in my pocket with coins or keys or even a wallet. If it goes in a pocket, it goes in its own pocket. Nothing else goes in that pocket. And I'm still getting, um, you know, these tiny little scratches all over the place. It's pretty disappointing for a phone that costs this much. It, it really, really seems to be, uh, you know, scratching a lot easier than uh, the previous faults that I've had of theirs. Quick little update here. I don't know how much this this means to any of you out there, but the, apparently TSMC, which is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, that is the chip maker that Apple uses for some of their chips, uh, have cracked the five nanometer chip process so they can make the chips that Apple uses in their phones at five nanometers right now they're at a seven nanometer size uh and a lot of other companies are just trying to get down to seven still trying to get down to seven from 10 so this is kind of a big deal what it means for you and me i don't know less heat maybe in our phones we're using them they might be, they might be more efficient or more battery efficient or something like that but uh, take that for what it's worth and the last bit of news here i'm gonna try again and make this as concise as possible but the the latest rumor from makatakara makatakara.com makatakara i don't know anyway um is saying that we are not going to get two or three new phones this year this year 2019 but potentially five that that's the way i'm i'm reading this and so what that means, what that looks like is an updated version of the three that we have now, which is the, the 10S, the 10S Max, and the 10R. So I think they would give us, you know, they'd be the exact same with, uh, you know, the same dual, dual camera setup on the back, same size screens and everything. But then they could potentially release a 6.1 inch and a 6.5 inch that have the frosted backs that we've heard about and the reverse wireless charging and uh, a triple camera setup on the back. So the 6.1 and 6.5, that is, those are the same sizes as the 10R and 10S Max respectively. So essentially we're going to have up the three that we have now updated and then two new-ish, new-ish models um, at the 6.1 and 6.5 inch phones. This is the same thing that I was talking about with Samsung. So many options. Are you really, you know, when, when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, he, you know, was ousted and he started Next computer company and then Apple bought next they were they were hurting bad and he came back and he simplified their their product lineup and I'm going to botch the the details here but he did a, a whole grid a four four quadrant grid and he said you have your your pros and your consumer users your average everyday users and your pro and then your mobile and your desktop or whatever and so they had products in those four quadrants and that was it 
and you could update though or upgrade those or everything like that but now you're talking about starting out with five different in just the phone then you have the different colors then you have different storage then you have different carrier options then you have the unlocked ones this seems like too much to me but i mean like i said before more choice for us is only a good thing you know we have more options we can pick what's right for us of course what's right for us might be a 4.8 inch display uh you know in the iphone 10e so i'm hoping that that happens uh at any rate um, so that's kind of the news here. Oh, the last thing about these these two phones, they're all going to be thicker because that reverse wireless charging means they have to put a bigger battery in there and those batteries are going to take up more room. So they're going to make those thicker. And but what that means is that the camera bump will protrude less on these on these upgraded phones, the 6.1 and 6.5 inch phones with the triple lens camera on the back. So hopefully that is the case, you know, we're gonna get less of a camera bump. It's still enormous. It just won't protrude out from the phone as much. I don't know how much that matters to you. I despise the camera bump. If they could get that thing flat, I would, I'd be very happy. Um, oh. I totally forgot the last bit here is that we're potentially getting a faster 18 watt charging brick in the box. I have ranted and raved about this in previous episodes. I know that I have. They keep shipping that five watt power brick, which is absolutely absurd. It takes hours upon hours to charge your phone. These 18 watt power bricks will charge your phones in a fraction of the time. Uh, and it might even be USB-C to lightning to charge them. USB-C into the power brick and then lightning into your phone. So anyways, uh, that is all for today. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up there. I could go on and on, uh, but that that's a, a logical place to stop. So that is all for today. As always, it can be reached at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. No dots, dashes, or spaces. Again, that's everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find the show notes at everydayenthusiastpodcast.tumblr.com. As I said before, this podcast is available on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And until next time, Stay enthusiastic.